Exp Editions, the living library of knowledge. Encounter the best thinkers of our time. Lisa Opinionessi is visiting professor for humanities at King's College London. Today, Lisa is inviting us into her home to guide us through the Western journey of thinking about extreme emotions. There's a very long Western tradition of thinking about the emotions and trying to grapple with them, trying to understand them. I would say, certainly it, as far as the written word goes, we go back to the Greeks, who thought of the emotions as not being something that you want to allow to get out of control and to take precedence over reason, rationality, deliberation. Aristotle tells us that how were extreme emotions defined and dealt with in ancient Greece? We see extreme emotions everywhere in Greek society and in Greek literature. We find it in Homer with Achilles worrying and being in a state of what one could call melancholia, certainly grief. He's mourning his dead friend and he's also being possessed, if you like, by the gods. So there are two alternative descriptions there of what we could call extreme emotion. One is the emotion that drives you mad from without, and the other is the one that drives you mad from within. One is linked to grief, and the other is linked to a kind of possession. When did extreme emotion officially become an illness? The Greeks had a tradition, a medical tradition as well, a tradition of natural philosophy, which Aristotle was also part of and influenced by, of looking at the way in which the body functioned. And they understood with Hippocrates and then in the 5th century and then by the time you get to the 1st century, of looking at the body in terms of the humors. And these humors were substances that went through the body and actually formed the temperaments. And if these substances were in too great a quantity or too little quantity, they could make the person go mad in particular ways. So for example, phlegm was one of these humors and the phlegmatic type who was calm, cool, and composed in ordinary times could also become lazy, slothful, and if you like, err on that side of the spectrum of balance. Yellow bile was the choleric type, angry, mercurial, and this kind of person could also fall over into all the, if you like, the kinds of madnesses that are linked to anger. And anger is called by Seneca, for example, the short madness, the short madness that leads to violence and, of course, is responsible for wars as well as the kinds of domestic violence that we know all too well in these times. Melancholy was the condition linked to black bile, melancholy, which we now term depression. Reliable knowledge has never been so crucial to understanding the complex world in which we live. Enjoy the full conversation with the best thinkers of our time on the Expeditions app. Register at x editionscom the living library of knowledge.